Good morning, everyone. I greet you all in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is reigning even as we speak and who one day will come and fetch us all. I want to start this off with a short prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time together over the waves, and I pray that whoever's listening to this be blessed and really experience your word. Let the words that come out of my lips, Lord, be edified and glorified. And I thank you, Lord, for this message. I thank you, Lord, that it's finally getting out there. And I really pray that it reaches the person you've designed to hear this. In the blood of Jesus, in your precious name, I pray. Amen. So today, I, this has been waiting for a while. Um, I have been wanting to talk to you all about Oros. Yes, Oros. For a South African, we all know what that word means. Oros the orange flavored concentrate of juice and um i can't be discriminated like discriminatory um <laughs> the there are many flavors of oros i can't discriminate against the other flavors there's some really nice ones for those of you who know the advertisement mango lemon nachi passion fruit nachi guava yeah so a lot of south africans grew up with that advertisement we all love Oros in some shape or form, and um, it is truly something as South Africans we really do love. But um, I want to, us to look at Oros in the light of John 14, 6. So John 14, verse 6, that says, I'm just reading the NIV, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. We'll also be looking at Oros in terms of Mark 12 chapter 12 verses 30 that says love the lord your god with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength amen so looking at oros <laughs> people are thinking why is she using oros well i want us to remember these scriptures john 14 6 and mark 12 30 john 14 6 i'll start off with um where Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. We've all heard this scripture before. Um, it's nothing new. We know that in order to reach paradise, we have to acknowledge Jesus is the Messiah and uh, drink of his living water that leads to eternal life. And uh, we've spoken about living water before with the Samaritan woman at the well. When we think of Oros as a concentrate... For all of you who know concentrate, that's it's very syrupy and it is in undrinkable unless it's been diluted. And when we look at the Oros concentrate, we can think of how holy God is. He's like that concentrate. We cannot digest God. We cannot drink what God has to offer us straight away because we would die and get ill just like when we think of Leviticus and we think of um Aaron's sons that died because you know they they brought fire that was not of the fire of the the holy fire um of the in the temple and they were struck dead um also we can think of all the times that people have touched the ark of the the covenant and you know, they, they, they committed sins um, and were defiled and they came and they were struck dead. They were, you know, 
plagued with illnesses, sicknesses, like the Philistines when they stole the ark away. God is so holy. He's like this concentrate. We cannot digest him unless it's been diluted through the living water that Jesus provides us. He is the life, the living water. No one comes to the Father except through him. I want us to look at Oros in another way. That's John 14, 6. Um, when we look at how we have to mix Oros around, you know, we have to have part God, but it's only drinkable. That holiness is only drinkable, only consumable for us via the living water of Jesus Christ who died for our sins. I want us to look at it another way. When it's in the glass, we are the glasses, right? We the glasses, we the final product with the Oros concentrate, the holiness diluted with water. Again, we require Jesus's living water to make it drinkable. But in this case, I want us to look at the water as something different. The Bear with me for a moment. This is a slight change. So when we look at Oros, the concentrate now, we don't only look at it as just Yahweh, the God of the Israelites. We are looking at it in context of including the holiness of both God and of both Jesus. Because at the end of the day, we know of the Trinitarian God that we worship. And this also includes the Holy Spirit, I might add, because of the holiness in all three. Um, and we look at Mark 12, 30. So Mark 12, 30, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength now i don't know how you all like your oros but i like mine relatively strong i like to be able to taste i'm drinking oros i don't like it i like it when it still looks a little like quite orange you know more orangey color than yellow and when we look at ourselves as the final product in that glass how strong are we in our love of god in mark 12 30 love the lord your god with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strengths. How strong are we? How holy are we? How diluted have we become? Are we diluted Christians because of the world around us? How have we allowed ourselves to be diluted and mixed with worldly things are we diluted christians are we walking around with a cheap grace just saying ah you know i'm a christian i was saved in 2012 and you know that was when i was baptized but do we go to church regularly do we pray regularly do we fellowship regularly do we are we obedient to jesus do we follow his call every day how diluted as christians have we become are we just christian in name alone are we still recognizable as oros or are we just orange colored water can you see god in us when we are tasted do people enjoy the taste of oros from our glass or are they refreshed are they revitalized can they identify what they are drinking as oros Sometimes we may be too strong for people and they wish to dilute or mix us with other drinks. They may say, oh, you know, she's just so, she's such a Bible basher. She's so, you know, holier than thou. 
he is, all he talks about is Jesus. It gets on my nerves. But no matter how weakly diluted you are, I want to say this to you today. No matter how weakly diluted you are, if you are trying to, 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 to be like water and not like the Oros that you actually are, if we conducted a chemical test on that glass, we couldn't deny there is a small percentage of Oros in that glass, even if it's 0.0001%. A chemical test will ascertain that they are the chemical compounds that comprise Oros in that glass, no matter how much we dilute it with water. And water, again, I'm reminding you here, is water to that the Oros being God and Jesus and the Holy Trinity, and the water being sort of what the world expects of us you know, society, us diluting ourselves to please society, even if it can't be tested, smelt or seen amidst the water, there is Oros in that glass. We cannot deny it. Even if you try to deny God, he's in your very DNA, in your very complex structure of cells he crafted when he knit you together in your mother's womb. Even if one can see God in our composition, would you still try and deny yourself as Oros? Would you still try and deny yourself as water? Would you deny Jesus? Would you deny there's Oros in your glass if all they want is a glass of water? This is very short, but I want it to be really powerful. I want us to think about this. I want us to dwell. Uh, feel free to ask me more questions about this but i think the shorter it is here the sweeter it is literally and figuratively we need to be able to be obedient jesus died to save us and we cannot let his death be in vain by just wearing a what would jesus do bracelet or a jesus saved me t-shirt and coming for communion once a Sunday and calling ourselves Christian when it pleases us. People died and were martyred. I mean, obviously off the top of my head, I think of Dietrich Bonhoeffer only because I'm reading him of late. But, you know, he was arrested and he later died under Nazi regime in the name of God because he was against the Nazi regime and their rule. And he was very convicted as to what he believed in about Christ and the church. But there's others, there's so many others. Look at all of the disciples and apostles um, of Jesus who were martyred and Paul who was martyred. Well, he, he, yeah, he was martyred. He was executed when he was imprisoned um, a, a third time. These people died for the name of Christ and they died for his costly grace. And are you willing, if you had to leave everything and be his disciple, as he called all of his disciples to leave what they were doing and follow him, not even really giving them much of a, a choice when it came to, you know, let me bury my father. I'm sure a lot of you remember that story where someone asked him, please let me, let me bury my father. And Jesus answered him and said, no, um, let the dead bury the dead and come with me, that at the end of the day, you need to be able to deny everything. If you lost your family, if you lost your possessions, you need to be able to look up and follow Christ. 
are you willing when we say we are Christian, when we say we try and interpret the Bible to suit our needs, we interpret the Bible to be around us and our lives, even though the Lord gave out these Ten Commandments for us to follow. And when he, he, the Lord didn't need to be offered sacrifices in the sense that he owns everything. The entire way of sacrifices and all of these things, aside from, you know, like projecting to Jesus as the, as the ultimate lamb, sacrificial lamb for our sins, um, and pointing us far forward into the future, it also shows us that we need, it, it calls us to be obedient, it calls us to follow rules to remember him, even in our busyness, and even as our lives get busier and busier with technology and all of the things that we have around us, cell phones, you know, we have everybody at our beck and call, we are multitasking 24-7, we are doing a million things, we're listening to music with masks on and wearing earrings, our ears are like, you know, burdened with the load of, that our brains are, but do we, are we obedient to God, are we regularly practicing prayer, scripture and going to church because at the end of the day that's what God required and requires of us whether we like it or not whether we like to deny that we need we don't need to go to church maybe you don't need to go to church but then my question to you is how are you being spiritually fed because yes God can do it to you directly and sometimes he requires that but do you open your bible do you pray? And when you pray, do you listen to him? Are you drinking of a strong concentrate and strong enough concentrate? And when people drink of your glass, will they be able to see the oros in you? Or are they just drinking water with a slight oros twang? I'd like to end this off with saying to you all today, when you next look at that Oros bottle, Oros stands, maybe this is not what Oros, the people that designed Oros, designed this for, but Oros, in my mind, stands for our royal of Salem. Our royal of Salem. When we are in that glass. Can they see our royal of Salem in you? Can they smell it? Can they drink and taste it? And ask, what is this really amazing flavor that changes the very nature of normal water that is drunk? Can we present ourselves as Oros? as our royal of Salem, under the banner of our royal of Salem? Or do we wish to be like water, like everyone else? Are we really willing to follow Jesus? Are we really willing to follow our royal of Salem? And remember next time you take out that our royal of Salem, that he has provided us that living water so that our royal of Salem, our true and, and then our upper royal, Yahweh, can be drunk. The holiness can be drunk because it was in our royal of Salem that we saw that holiness 
in a human being like ourselves. And it is him that has called us to the table of God to be able to be his brothers and sisters, to be siblings and children of Christ, of God, of, of Yahweh, to be able to be princes and princesses. Are we willing to sit at his table? Are we willing to follow him? Are we willing to call ourselves Oros? We are of our royal of Salem. Really reflect next time you pour and mix your drink of Oros. And I pray that you will be blessed today and that this message is carried with you and hopefully will really stick with you. John 14, 6, I am the way, truth and the life. No one comes through the Father except through me. God is so holy, he's unable to be drunk, but without that living water, that makes it drinkable for us, that makes it consumable for us. And when someone drinks our glass, can they see the Oros in us? Our world of Salem. Amen.